We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Jake. Jake and I um, actually met and are hanging out for the first time doing some work together here. We are in the Bahamas on a sailboat. So if you hear little waves in the background, that's what's going on right now. Um, But Jake is just an amazing person. Jake is one that looks and sees what's needed, how he can help, shows up really quickly, jumps into action, puts others first. I've just gotten to work with him for a few days. We have the rest of the week left and he's a really genuine, happy, caring soul. And I'm really excited to uh, share him with you guys. I'm just excited to be calling him a friend these days as well. So Jake, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And I feel like you get to learn someone, uh, learn about someone very quickly when you're spending 24 hours, you know, on a boat, uh, exploring somewhere that's new. So yeah, it's been, uh, definitely a pleasure so far, uh, to, to meet, you know, you Liana as well. Um, as well as, you know, the few others that we have on board. Yeah, we got a solid team here and yeah, we, we, we all connect pretty quickly when you're in a nice, small confined space and uh just needing to work together but um now it's uh it's really cool we're really lucky to have just such an awesome team here this week so yeah so i have a list of questions i work through with all my guests they're all designed at getting to know you your view of the world your perspective no wrong answers because it's you so answer as you feel it and we'll dive right in great all right cool the first one is who do you define yourself as interesting i i guess that uh, can be pretty broad um I define myself as someone who follows set values that I feel like are, um, and I don't want to make this too vague here, but <laughs> but but I'm I'm a, I'm a very value-driven person. I believe uh, I was raised very well. I really appreciate you know the the way my parents did so despite their flaws um i you know tend to surround myself the best i can you know uh, as my life goes on with with close friends and um other relationships so i yeah i i tried to you know give myself a, a good set of rules because i'm really looking to you know live the most fulfilling life that i can um and you know be be defined as yeah, someone who's who's driven and goal-oriented. Hmm. I love that. That's really cool. And I think it seems pretty genuine. It comes out. I mean, I think there's a clear set of how you hold yourself and how you carry yourself that comes across pretty genuinely and pretty quickly when I get to spend time with you and work with you and see you around. So that's, that's really cool. I like that you shared, like, to the best of their ability, what you've had passed on to you. I think there's so much just value and appreciating what we get shared with us and passed down from the generation before as well. So thanks for sharing that. Huh, good. Um, next one's easier. <laughs> what is your favorite food? If I had to pick one, I, I just love orange chicken and it's not the fanciest thing out there. Um, but it's, it's just good every time. <laughs> and, uh, that, that just hits the spot. Fair enough. I like that. With yeah. all the sides. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. We've been eating 
a lot of Nutella and <laughs> some other, <laughs> so maybe some orange chicken when you get home then. If, yeah, if you ask me what I've eaten in the last week that's my favorite, maybe it would be Nutella because I don't treat myself to that very often. Yeah, I, I like, don't think I ever get that at home and here it's just like, oh, this is what we're eating every every day. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, are you reading anything right now? I'm not currently into anything right now, just... Maybe two weeks ago, though, I finished a book, um, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I thought was great. It's it's a little more entertaining. Um, and quite frankly, I guess it's a, a book of, you know, values, you could say. Just kind of, you know, attitude. And uh, he's a great example of just go get him. Uh, just, just give it a shot. And, you know, you, you might suck, but just do do more um you know get excited so that's i would recommend it yeah that's fair and it actually just reminded me i was like i started reading that somewhere because a friend had it and i never finished it so i'm like i actually want to go back and finish that so thanks for the reminder yeah, <laughs> good, good storytelling yeah and, uh, just good experiences yeah and cool to like see someone's life like that kind of shared pretty openly but agreed what would you say is your greatest fear that's a great question let's let's take a moment on that <laughs> I'd, I'd love to say regret but I feel like that's too broad I, I feel like that applies to everyone not that it's not important you know it it may be obviously I know what my greatest fears are but putting them into words or no, you yeah. know something different as well but um, you know going back to relationships you know that I have with with people and and goals in life um i think i fear being alone but not in alone in the sense that i'm not surrounded by people that you know i care about and care about me or have you know similar interest values but you know that that someday you know down the line i i haven't reached you know a a strong relationship a marriage uh, a family of my own there there are a lot of expectations out there and and they come you know from parents family but also from myself um to be able to kind of meet this you know quintessential goal of uh, a strong relationship between me and someone and kids and grandkids yeah i i feel like i don't feel old by any means you know still <laughs> still in my late 20s but I feel like I've seen a lot of really close friends progress in that, you know, from, you know, even 20 years old, uh, begin to have families and whatnot. And they're to the point, some of my closest high school friends have, you know, two kids by now. And yeah, it, it doesn't seem like I'm falling behind per se, but, but I feel like, you know, I'm not quite, you know, surrounded by, yeah, the, you know, very close uh people i would consider you know close to me hmm. so yeah hopefully yeah. that's no, straightforward that enough yeah could, yeah go <laughs> no i think it's it's kind of it's cool because i think you st you started with regret and say like, oh that's broad but then you really kind of opened up on that and i think that touches on a lot of those specific specific things of like yeah, I don't want to miss out on these things, but also I'm not, and I'm kind of pressing into where I am, and I want to have those relationships, And but I'm also not in a rush, and just because 
maybe other people in my life have chosen this timeline. It doesn't mean I need to as well. So I think that's that's a full, complete answer. I appreciate it. So Good, good. I feel like 10 years from now, I could be sailing <laughs> with really good friends and just having a... In an incredible vacation in a mm. place, you know, like the Bahamas and and still have, you know, just this small kind of nagging, you know, feeling of, you know, oh, is this really where, you know, I, I could have ended up, you mm. know, just a, a little, yeah, feeling of, of loneliness and mm. have I, you know, yeah, reached, reached the place that I, I ideally would be. Mm. I mean, you reach where you're aiming for, and if you get there, it's where you're supposed to be. I think so many times, too, we can just get, like, distracted with, you know, is this where society says I'm supposed to be, and am I succeeding? But if in 10 years you find yourself on another trip in the Bahamas, and you're happy, and you're pulling into that person that you're purposed to be, then it works. Success is not always the same straight line for everybody, so... Yeah, well, well put. Hmm. That's cool. On the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? My first answer would probably be relationships. Hmm. Um, I feel like that kind of trumps any kind of career choice hmm. that I make or, yeah, where, where I end up, um, you know, in, in life. I, I feel like it's really coming down to yeah the, the the people i know how I, how i treat them or definitely how i'm viewed through theirs eye their eyes i'm not you know self conscious per se but i but i do feel very self aware mm. as far as you know yeah what people's opinion is of me hmm. well, i think in some ways it's like yeah there's always this idea of like i don't care what anybody thinks of me and that's a healthy thing but like i think there is health in it too to care and to value those relationships and care what those people feel about us how we make them feel and how we're showing up in their lives and yeah i think that's i think it's a healthy a healthy value and a cool thing to to care about that so yeah see uh when was the last time you felt joy i think here's a great example of <laughs> that i feel like i feel varying degrees of of true joy you know maybe from day to day but i think one very uh you know, I, ideal example is I did this same trip. Uh, we've discussed this a little, but yeah. I was here only a month ago, same location, Exumas, Bahamas. And the first time I had ever done this trip was two years ago. And I knew maybe only three, four other people here. But just a month ago, I was able to essentially recreate the trip, you know, with the help of Tyson, who's, who's captaining here and had a crew of 14 including me and they were all good friends of mine people i would was able to bring together and experience the the same trip and there's something about experiencing a, a place on your own for the first time and then a whole new experience when you're able to revisit it but you're able to share it with everybody else um so it was yeah just every day was was almost like blissful joy of being able to you know show places that that i already loved so much and and knew so much about and be able to show it to so many people who you know are really close to me 
and you know see uh, that must be what having kids feels like <laughs> because um yeah it's uh it's, it's just so fun to see them enjoy it as well mm. and and create their own experiences for the first time mm. also i love that that's cool yeah that you get to like find joy in sharing something with others that you care about and just opening up that adventure and experiencing something and and allowing them to experience it and seeing it together that's that's awesome. Yeah, it was a yeah. whole week of that. Every yeah. single day. Yeah. Got to do the same thing. Nonstop, just like life All is new places. absolutely insanely amazing right now. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. I love that. <laughs> when was the last time you were afraid and why? So this this would be a good thing to share. I've, I've mm. shared this with a handful of people in depth, and I'll give you a little more, you know, uh, summarized version. Um, but the last time that I feel like I was truly afraid was uh, some new mental health challenges for the first time ever. Um, generally, that hasn't been as big a struggle for me historically. Um, but yeah, just in an occurrence about three, maybe four months ago now, um, there was a moment and again, I'll spare you the long version, but it uh, it spurred about uh, anxiety and, and particularly something called depersonalization, derealization disorder. And it's, yeah, it's, it's quite traumatizing, quite frankly. Um, feels like, you know, you're, you're living a life that's, that's not quite yours or mm. that you're not totally present. Um, and yeah, that's the, the first time that I ever sought out therapy, um, which I view very positively, always have, but have never, you know, individually searched for that. And, you know, a, a host of other things as well, you know, even, you know, proper medications and whatnot. But that was, was just very new, very mm. dramatic. Um, and yeah, luckily I, I was able to have you know the the proper help that I needed you know as far as you know family and uh you know close friends just to you know do as much as be there even when they didn't really know what to do but then you know a little further expertise as well you know such as a sister of mine who's a nurse practitioner and had some more you know direct advice and that was about a two month long experience but that could really be an entire new mm. episode uh, telling that full story which really was quite a roller coaster no i appreciate you sharing that your honesty i know you're not alone in in the experience of anxiety or any struggles with any form of mental health and i think it's something that i i love so much hearing people share more openly about helping others hear that and realize like oh this is something that's normal that people go through it doesn't make me anything else than just somebody who's caring for myself to get the right help um to be able to have that support that you needed and, and love around you i'm glad you had that and yeah so it's really helped me understand hmm. what other people are struggling with almost consistently you know hmm. for some people anxiety never goes away mm -hmm. um but if anyone yeah experienced this in particularly the the depersonalization 
dear realization i would love to mm. chat with them be a reference yeah and you know give my complete story um just as a matter of yeah helping them in their case mm. yeah I, I i appreciate that i know you're genuine in that too as one who i see jump in quickly to help others and care for that um yeah and i i guess if i may can i ask what is that a little bit more specifically i don't i don't personally know um i haven't heard that specific before and uh if you're comfortable answering it yeah to, i'm yeah. i'm happy to get into it um so in this case it's an, an actual uh diagnosis that often tends to be triggered i'd say uh, from a, a traumatic event, most commonly uh, trying weed for the first time, mm. or, or cannabis in mm -hmm. general. Yeah. Uh, so any f any in any form, smoked or, or edibles. Um, but rather than you know a typical high that anyone would experience, it uh, it turns to panic rather mm. because the event of your reality changing is so different so traumatizing that you you essentially can't comprehend it your your brain goes into you know a bit of a, a fight mode hmm. and you it it almost feels as if you never completely come down from that high so for the whole you know maybe first three days about three and a half days that i you know had had first mm -hmm. you know taken uh, an edible it it felt like i n was high the whole time hmm. for three days straight with without you know uh coming down w you know without yeah. uh ty typical you know trips or i don't know several hours maybe you know a half day yeah not typically a three-day experience right so that's yeah that's how it all kind of began and it took a while to actually narrow down you know the exact experience of what was happening i initially thought this is a bad trip mm. or obviously i was very unfamiliar with weed in general you mm. know having never tried it before but from what i asked of other people that was obviously atypical mm. um and so we yeah i finally got it to the point again a lot of help coming from my sister who actually did some more research into mm. medical journals and uh and medications that are proper for that and found out that yeah this very same experience has definitely happened to to multiple other people as well mm. and it's something that can be treated similarly to anxiety or, or someone who you know receives panic attacks but the trickiest part of the whole thing is the timeline for recovery is so ambiguous. Hmm. For some people, it's only been a matter of a few weeks that they feel, you know, quote unquote high or, or disoriented. Um, for some, it's a matter of months hmm. that it'll last. And for some, it's been four or five years wow. that that goes on. Yeah, that's, that's intense. So that, back to your original question of you know, a recent yeah. fear that is, you know, the most frightening thing that uh, mm -hmm. I've experienced in a really long time is a total unsurety yeah. of not knowing when I'll just feel well or feel like myself. I constantly felt like I was kind of, 
living uh, a movie of my life, but I wasn't really, you know, acting, you know, in the way that I normally can. Hmm. Yeah, that's terrifying to feel like I feel like everything's going on around me. I don't know if I'm really here. And to also have this, like, I don't really know when it will end or when I look it up, it could be this or it could be that. Something so, as you said, ambiguous is almost more frightening. It's like, okay, we know what this is, but there's not really any definitive answer on how long it's going to bother you. And you're like, what does that even mean? So I really appreciate you sharing that. Thanks for letting me pry a little bit. Um, But yeah, it's... I know you're not the only one out there that's experienced that. I'm like, as you're describing that, um, that event that triggered that a little bit more, I have a friend that, that describes something similar and I don't think they ever knew what it was or had it diagnosed, um, or, or got help in that because it was just like, oh, it's just a really bad trip. And I think knowing like, oh, this is something that can happen for real is something that's helpful for people to here and I think the more we talk about our experiences the more somebody somewhere listening is like oh I get that that's helpful thanks for sharing that so thanks for sharing that yeah definitely it's been very interesting to hear a couple other experiences no one that I've heard in person Mm -hmm. but heard of people who have gone through exactly that Hmm. Um, would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something so here's a good one, and okay. this goes kind of into the sphere of dating. Um, I think I have, for the longest time, you know, all through college and whatnot, I did fine with dating, you know, had a couple of good relationships, but uh, wasn't wasn't very often, you know, in a, a committed relationship. And I think I was easily able to you know see what things that didn't work out as as you know something that uh you know i i couldn't have done wrong mm-hmm. essentially um i knew there were plenty of things that maybe i didn't do well but uh it's it's easy to be dismissive as far as saying you know ah a girl's just not quite seeing mm-hmm. this the right way or uh Oh, I, you know, feel like I just don't, don't get the opportunities to, you know, meet the people that I would find dateable. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of excuses essentially for, you know, simply not meeting this goal, which was very, very, you know, uh, which I was very driven to, to accomplish. Um, and then finally, and this was long after, you know, graduating when my dating pool started to shrink. <laughs> And I, I can't even remember what the the switch was or the trigger that made me think, you know, that it's my success is essentially directly, you know, impacted by me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's no fault of, mm-hmm. you know, girls on dating apps if, mm-hmm. you know, they stop messaging after only you know two three messages back and forth. Um, it's, it's a matter of, quite frankly, I've got to like grow a pair and put myself out there and do the hard things and approach people in person, you know, where there's a higher chance of, you know, having a a good interaction or, you know, at least giving off a a good impression or I've got to, yeah, be able to, 
to to do the hardest parts of dating rather than you know hiding behind you know dating apps where there are limitless other options that you know women can choose from um and yeah really you know be able to stand out in some sort of way and it's it's nothing that this whole pool of girls need to do differently it's directly things that i need to change as far as my approach to actually make things you know work out better in in my favor hmm. taking ownership and accountability for your role in it in whatever way that looks i think yeah you're on a an awesome path to a really healthy relationship when you're able to say as a guy or a girl anyway or anyone to be able to say yeah how am i showing up in this what's my role in this what can i do differently instead of being like yeah i mean they could have done this or it's this app's fault or it's this thing or it's just the people in the world today or it's culture it's society there's always something we can blame but it takes a lot of growth maturity and willingness to see ourselves to say like all right well what am i doing who can i who can i be how can i do this better and yeah in person people get to see who you really are and we have um acceptance in person and we also have rejection in person so it's you're you're taking what may feel like a harder route in that way but often more reward so thanks for sharing that yeah so eventually long story i got it (laughs) narrowed down to (laughs) what i felt like needed to change and Mm -hmm. i had my strong points and and weak points and uh, try to get negative advice from people sometimes it's very very hard to do people (laughs) are too polite Mm -hmm. even close friends so it was you know a, a hard ask to ask people who who knew me best and probably had the best input to say hey what do i suck at like Mm. what do you see that Mm. i obviously don't and you know how can i change that and eventually got some really good input from people that you know know me best I love that. That takes a lot of vulnerability and like real genuine desire to change to start asking people like, hey, what am I not good at? What do I suck at? Like, I I like that. I feel like adopting that, asking people in my life that more is, and yeah, I think it requires pushing to say like, no, I'm serious. I really want that answer, but hmm. it's really cool. So you have known me for a few days. Um, we've spent some time on a boat together here. Um, but what is something you think you and I have in common? Uh, I think I could think of several things. I think one that sticks out immediately is you're a very organized person. <laughs> uh, as far as, you know, this podcast is a great example. Um, I think the, the content that you've gathered mm-hmm. is a, a great example or your, or your shot list, you know, what you're hoping to get while you're here. You seem to me like someone who wants everything laid out in front of you and you know almost like a list and everything is accounted for Mm. so in that I feel like yeah I'm a very similar way where I just need tabs on everything Um, and I understand that things aren't going to go perfectly but I do you know think there's a way to to make it easy Mm. on myself (laughs) and ultimately yeah get get most of what i really feel like is important Hmm. that's cool yeah i appreciate that and uh yeah i I do see that in yourself as well be like okay yep this works let's do it this way this is what needs to be done here and again i think 
I, sometimes people can take that to say like, oh, it's, there's some rigidity, but like, yeah, we're, you know, I'm coordinating a team of six of us. We have specific work we need to get done. And there's sometimes it helps to have some communication or a list or some organization to it. So we know what needs to be done. And then whatever happens, happens along that way. I, I appreciate that that works, but that's cool. It's, it's neat to share that with you, and I appreciate sharing that with you and a team where we have some different personalities here and all amazing in different ways. So it's really it's fun cool. to see a little bit of your social side as well as a little <laughs> bit of your work side too. Because obviously there's so much more to you, and I've <laughs> been able to discover some about your family <laughs> life as well. And it's, yeah, I, th I think you've really proven to be someone who not only is direct and organized, but also, you know, is so intrigued in other people's lives and, you know, goal-driven as well in your own life, especially when it comes to your family. Hmm. Yeah, very much so. Thanks for, I appreciate that very much. My pleasure. <laughs> what is something you are looking forward to? I am looking forward to, at the end of this trip, <laughs> returning home and getting back to a girlfriend that I've only dated for two months. Um, I can't get enough of it out here. Mm. Doing something like this is just, this is one of my favorite places in the world. And I'll enjoy every second of it. But it's, you know, exciting again to be able to return home and know that someone there is really excited to see me because we're quite frankly still in the process of getting to know each other as well mm -hmm. and I kind of do this a lot where I <laughs> spontaneously get up and run off someplace for as long as a week or two and she's been very very good to kind of you know roll with that but uh, that'll it's yeah, that, that'll be a, a good moment to mm -hmm. get back and, you know, have, have a few more days before I run off to Mexico. <laughs> Fair, en Fair enough. Yeah, I know you shared a little bit about her, too, and she sounds amazing. And it's it's something to be able to connect with somebody where you feel like you see each other, understand each other, support each other, like want that person to enjoy those times, enjoy those moments. And, and she seems to genuinely care for that for you and uh, that you're able to be here and have that time and long to be back together, but also know that there's not guilt or fear or any worry in that just because this is where life has you this week. So it's really cool. I'm excited to see how it continues. Yeah, very much. On the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? I don't want to get too political here <laughs> but frankly I, I do love politics <laughs> but I feel like there's an underlying theme in unwillingness to simply be able to to hear someone's perspective or, or understand um, I feel like there are very very strongly held beliefs which I think are generally good I think it's good to have opinions and uh, strength of opinion but I often feel like there are, are things that you know people almost turn away from before someone even starts speaking simply because they feel like it feeds a certain narrative or it's a, a part of some sort of you know social group think and I I really enjoy listening to to people with opposing opinions from mine to understand why 
um, and to understand them. Hmm. I love that. I think it's something that I hear a lot more people talk about, but again, maybe it's similar in the sense that I appreciate hearing people's views. I appreciate learning from other people and you as well. And for those of us that do, it feels like, yeah, like we're growing in this area, we're doing better and maybe it's changing. And then it's like some people don't fall into that as much or do turn things off or tune somebody out or make an assessment quickly just based on something. So there's some things our world could do without within that. So appreciate that. Um, what would you say makes you feel known and valued? I really appreciate it when my work is appreciated. Hmm. I spend a lot of time working on projects, uh, designing, working. I do a lot as far as you know construction and, and architectural design. Um, I do a lot of handy work as well. Hmm. You know, I, I like creating and. I love when someone shows that they think that is truly impressive. Mm -hmm. Like they think that's unique and show a lot of interest in that. If whether it's something that, you know, really uh, rings for them or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really like that uh, kind of admiration. There's something to be said for saying like, knowing someone else is seeing something we're pouring a lot of our energy into not just our time or our physical effort but like we learned that we we valued that like you took the time to learn a skill and to develop that and pour into it and and make a career out of it and yeah to have others say like wow this is amazing it's it's not that you become more valid because people understand it or see it or appreciate it but it's definitely nice when people do for sure. And and yeah, it is cool. You were sharing some, we're looking over your shoulder, doing some work here a little bit. So it's, it's really awesome to see that and just to, to take pride in what you do and to feel that when others do it, it means something to you. It's not just in your own world. Yeah. If people can just go, wow, <laughs> nothing makes me feel better than hmm. that. When they're just, you know, stunned, impressed, when they just really like the way that something has been done. Hmm. That's cool. I like that. So we are here in the Bahamas and you are excited to get home even though you're enjoying your time. But uh, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Home is Salt Lake City <laughs> right now, Utah. And I live maybe in one of the, the best settings that I ever have. Hmm. I'm in a warehouse that I renovated the upper floor of to make it a livable space for four people and we in fact live in a bit of a new girl situation oh no way that's cool yeah because there's myself but my good friend brian miguel and stephanie so just a bunch of dudes and <laughs> one girl to kind of be the glue that holds us all together and i again take a lot of pride in you know the the way that that place has been built out it's mm. really unique and and i love you know being able to to show it to people we host a lot but i'm just surrounded as well by people who are some of the greatest people i know <laughs> they do things that are completely different <laughs> than i do uh but we have great conversations i'm just not sick of them at all you know mm. they're they're roommates but 
their friends mm -hmm. and I, I yeah can't get enough of mm -hmm. uh, you know the the location that we're in uh, the availability of things to do the events and you know anything downtown but you know all the way down to the people who are literally you know inside my home every day hmm. it's a great situation hmm. that's cool i love that yeah great tv show there too we won't try to connect you with any of the characters i don't know that i fit you into any one of them specifically but yeah <laughs> but hopefully none they're no they've all got a little screws loose <laughs> <laughs> they're all lovable and a screw loose but i think that's awesome i love that you're able to have um yeah, just like a co-ed space like that where your people are able to appreciate friendship for what it is and work together and live together. And, and that home is a place where you're able to do all of that. That's, that's really neat. So nice. Looking forward to uh, getting back to Utah and visiting and meeting them all someday for sure. But uh, come anytime <laughs> you're passing through. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all said like we're the type that like we're all coming to visit everybody after this trip. <laughs> yeah. Really? And there is so much to do in mm. Utah too. Just endless, you know, recreation. So we're just 10 minutes from the airport mm -hmm. if you need to stop. All right. We'll be there. <laughs> Sounds good. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I feel like I really own up to, to most of my struggles. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm, again, a pretty self-aware person. And I I do like negative feedback. I like to mm. work on the things that I feel like are, are my weak points. Maybe I would say keeping in touch with people mm. or, or staying close with people. Um, I asked my sister a question when I went on a trip with her. We did some canyoneering. This was maybe two months ago. And I just asked, who, who are you close to? Who would you consider the people in your life you, you were the closest to? I said, obviously, Dallin, I'm sure. That's her husband. And who else? And she kind of thought about it and said, wow, like, I, hmm. I'm i not really sure I could say. Like, obviously, my first priority is my family, you know, her two little girls. And, yeah, she had to think, you know, who else am I really close with? Um, and then in return, I said... You know, right now I probably feel closest to uh, Brian and Steph, you know, my roommates who uh, I see every day. And then other than that, even very, very good friends that I've had in the past. Um, another friend of mine, Matt, who used to live in that shop, that Salt Lake warehouse with us, has, you know, since married and moved to Arizona. And we've we've been close friends you know going back to high school and just because of you know physical distance and phase of life you know he has a wife and a baby now um i feel like it's really hard to keep you know people very close or to keep really up to date with their lives i do my best with spontaneous phone calls and social media and that works i guess but uh yeah I'd, I'd call that a struggle with you know people and relationships being such a an important goal for me i, I wish that uh i could keep up a little better you know and and yeah making those last even when i see them very seldomly hmm. 
Yeah, it's hard, and it's not just like a one-person thing. It has to be a both-person thing, but it also, like, that time, I think life can get busy, and not that that becomes an excuse, but we can start to look back and be like, oh my gosh, it's been three months, and I haven't talked to this person at all, and yeah, I think it's a, you're definitely not the only one I've ever heard share that, that it's it's a hard thing to stay connected to people and it's not for a lack of desire or a lack of value of those people but yeah thanks for sharing that um what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in it used to be a huge struggle for me to connect what i really enjoy doing and a career that's Mm. going to pay off (laughs) um so even for the first maybe two or three years of college, I was still very unsure as uh, of what I wanted to study, what I wanted to go into, you know, industry-wise. So it was a big struggle to take such a large variety of classes and understand myself well enough to know what I would really be happy doing. Mm. And really frustrating when I looked into a few things such as some engineering fields and found out that those are like damn impossible to be able to get through an entire degree or it's just not quite you know uh, within my capability to do Mm. so and so ultimately I I was able to you know find the, the area of construction that I really enjoy. In general, I'm very project oriented. I love having something to to work on and physically, you know, show what time I've put into. And so after, you know, multiple years of of that just building with different companies, I narrowed it down to, you know, the architectural side, being able to to create and design and understand all the hard construction aspects that go into that um, rather than just dreaming up, (laughs) you know, large, you know, uh, structures, things that would be, you know, outrageously expensive and uh, just too much to build. But yeah, put all that uh, knowledge and, and creativity together into something that, yeah, I can run myself at this point, you know, a business where that's all I do and I enjoy it very much Mm. and it uh, is right in the direction of what I want to do long term. No, that's really cool and I think it's something so many people never find in life. They never find something that they are able to connect their work with something they're passionate about and really enjoy and and you clearly are. Your face even lights up a little bit as you talk about what you're doing so it's really cool to see that. It's really neat that you get to have that. I'm really happy for you that that's something that's transitioned in your life in that way so that's neat great Mm. thank you um what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with i think since i went through the process myself of understanding what do i need to change personally Mm. things are are not the fault of others (laughs) they're things that i need to do better personally i feel like i have a a good perspective and sometimes if I don't want to do it bluntly, but sometimes I can really point out, uh, you know, what 
isn't working for mm -hmm. some people when it specifically comes to mm -hmm. dating. Mm -hmm. I can kind of, you know, tell them the, the hardest thing to hear because sometimes there really are things that really stand out mm -hmm. that they do that turn people away mm -hmm. and can, you know, simply be adjusted as long as there's attention called to it. Mm -hmm. So I really like to be kind of that voice to just you know coming from an observer perspective be able to point out and uh sometimes that is very well received and sometimes that's <laughs> not sometimes <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah but no that's very very much understand that yeah and i think it is it's like we when we learn something from something we've gone through we're like oh i know what you're doing because i've been right there and when people see that for the heart that we intend it for i think it comes across well and and also they have to be ready to as well but that's cool i don't think i'll become a dating coach next <laughs> maybe that'd be a good fallback if all right uh, fair enough architecture doesn't in cases out. this doesn't pan out you have another option <laughs> fair enough um all right this one's a little bit more fun but if i were to give you ten thousand dollars and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks you can't give it away what are you doing with it it goes into the Jeep. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. Yep, definitely. That's, I feel like I have some new hobby about <laughs> once a year. You know, one year it was photography. Um, one year it was uh, skiing. And this year it just happened to be, I got a Jeep and I'm, you know, pretty mechanically savvy and they are fun to take out and break and then work on and upgrade and go break it again. <laughs> um, so that is exactly what I would do. Just all, all right. sorts of upgrades there. Make it look good and, and function. Maybe break a little less quickly next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All maybe. Right. Cool. So there you go. That's fun. I love that. And yeah, photography became a hobby that you get to share now a little bit more too so you do some beautiful work in that department as well so to touch on that but yeah. thank you and that's been great to mm. learn from other people mm. here as well who i have a lot of respect for mm. especially when it comes to you know their strengths in photography that are well beyond mine sometimes mm. yeah that's cool yeah we all been able to continue to learn from each other this week it's been it's been really neat but is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it for the heart you intend it or hear it as you'd want them to? I, I do. So I have one friend in particular, and some of the conversations that I've had with him are fantastic and very understanding and positive, and he's, he's just a joy to talk to sometimes. But I'd say the majority of the time, he tends to be uh, rather pessimistic. Mm. Um, he finds it easy to complain about, you know, uh, just about anything that uh, doesn't particularly, you know, uh, bide well for him. And I think there's uh, a lot of introspection mm. that could be made there. Um, there's there's a lot of genuine, yeah, love and, and care that I have for him and I would kind of love to tell him you know the hard thing to hear mm. but uh, I think there's been a consistent pattern over the year that he's been in and I, it looks like it 
pretty similar trajectory looking forward. Um, so there, there hasn't been a good time, and it's also hard to bring up because it receives, you know, a lot of static. Uh, so maybe he, yeah, will reach a point in, in which he's ready to receive exactly that, you know, that, hey, sometimes it's it's really just attitude, behavior that really affects, you know, some of the interactions that you have with people, some of the relationships that you have with even closer people. Hmm. Yeah, very much. And I'm sure he's not the only one out in the world there. You're not the only one with somebody you care about that you say, man, just sometimes it is okay to just look at it a different way and it might actually be better. So thanks for sharing that. I hope it's, I hope it's heard someday. Um, in that vein, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? I know you said you appreciate brutal honesty, so. <laughs> I would love to hear anything hard to hear. Mm. <laughs> um, it, it's hard for me to hear of anything from someone that is something I did that came off as rude or demeaning. Um, I, I really get no pleasure in talking ill about people in, um, you know, not, uh, you know, I don't know, gossip in general, I, I guess you could say. So obviously there have been times though that, you know, I might, you know, say something to someone or about someone and, you know, it, it may reach them, but it's not my intent, you know, to, to make anyone feel, you know, badly about themselves. Mm. So if that's their perception, then, yeah, that kind of makes me cringe, you know, to know that I was the cause, whether it was intended or not, to, you know, make them feel, you know, negatively. Mm. Yeah, I can... I can relate to that I feel like yeah I think we want to make sure that you know we especially if you said you value relationships and you value people and to maybe hear that someone didn't feel valued in the way you interacted with them or didn't feel cared for is it's not a message we want to put out so yeah very much wanting to hear the hard truth but desperately hoping that's not what we're sharing in that way so. Yeah, it's a Wilmore problem. We're too damn <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> and so sometimes mm. maybe I should just be a meaner mm. person <laughs> and no. just give it straight. I think, but, you're, uh, I think you're doing fine. You're able to hold your own, speak up when needs to be. And uh, yeah, I don't think things come across, in, at least in my few short experiences with you, I think it's cool. So. Right on. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel at peace? I think some of my favorite moments, and this happens often when on trips with friends or family, um, it happens often, you know, at home even, but at the end of the day when there's there's nothing left to do, the reason it happens on vacation so often is, you know, you're all sitting around after dinner or something and, and you're just chatting. But yeah, the cases when you're, you're just talking with a, a group of people uh, whether you know them very well or not and I find those so peaceful sometimes they're mm -hmm. my favorite part mm 
mm. of trips because you're just you know shooting this shit and talking <laughs> about the day or you know talking kind of like we are now <laughs> yeah um and i feel like that's when you really get to know people or what's important to them mm. and i just can't get enough of that call, call them you know campfire conversations yeah absolutely. when you're just there's nothing else to do um, but sit around and mm. just see what's on other people's mind. Mm. Um, and so some of those moments can be, you know, so forgetful. It, it won't be the highlight of a trip sometime, especially if you mm. saw sharks that day or something. <laughs> yeah. But thinking back, I, I do think despite not being the most thrilling or, uh, obvious, I, would call them the most peaceful hmm. i love that i love that you pulled that out i think those are moments that are my absolute favorite i mean i think even yeah when we see sharks in a day or do whatever else we've done in a day like just the times sitting around even like this just getting to hear what's on someone else's mind it's those are the ones that really stick with us i feel like and yeah we have nowhere else to be but there and to just not worry about what time it is when the place is closing down or what you have time do you have to get up the next day maybe we should be thinking about that sometimes these days but <laughs> yeah i love that so much that you pulled that so thanks yeah no excuse cool. to be on my phone <laughs> yeah exactly very much no that's that's really cool would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now currently i think my life leans more on the side of steady hmm. i think i've accomplished major life milestones like graduating from college having a degree um i have a business that i'm running currently even though that's only gone on for a year and is an incredibly steep learning curve mm -hmm. but i think i have a good idea of where i want to go and generally yeah there aren't too many things that catch me way off guard mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and steep learning curve or not, it sounds like you're doing well and enjoying that journey as it's taking you. And I didn't realize it's only been a year. So, yeah, deserve some credit that it's succeeding, staying steady, and you're feeling settled in that. That's really cool. Yep, that yeah. was January. Yeah. <laughs> start. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, take those leaps of faith. They usually lead us somewhere really cool. So, hmm. Um. So in case the other ones aren't, this is my loaded question. Um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex, but maybe they normally wouldn't receive it while coming from you as a man, whether it's a criticism, encouragement, compliment, bit of advice, or just something you wish they knew one way or the other? I think I would love for the opposite sex to, to recognize more often that masculinity is good i feel like there's you know such strength in in having someone who can be very you know direct maybe blunt um or you know just just tough uh you know grungy even just <clears throat> like a man um and i think you know everyone you know has their preference but I feel like there are so many, you know, historic traits of men that uh, 
you know, are are definitely, you know, they're definitely negatively his negative historic traits of men um, that you know shine badly, um, you know, from from abuse to you know just mistreatment uh, emotionally or, or physically. But uh, I think there are things as well that uh, that men do specifically well, and a lot of them, yeah, do include physical strength or uh, providing or, you know, roles in society that uh, men and women just have such distinguished role that uh, either of them can do so well. And I think that's that's why it's so great when they end up together because it, it makes, you know, a unit that is far better than either of those individually. But, yeah, I would love to, you know, maybe see the outlook. Can't change every woman's mind, but <laughs> the, the general outlook of, you know, what, what makes a man truly strong and independent and someone that would be a great match for them. Hmm. No, that's cool. Yeah. Love to be able to ask that question for you around. But um, I think I think you're right. There is. And I appreciate you sharing that. It's a it's a question that everybody's like, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble for whatever I say now. But no, not at all. And I think there's something often within our hearts that says like, hey, like, see us for our how we are and and the good qualities there. Masculinity doesn't have to be a bad thing. And I think you know yourself, uh, the other awesome guys we have on this team with us here speaks to that. Like the yeah there's physicality strengths that you know um there's no there's no need to not allow those to be something to to be shared to be helped to be to be used and there's times for that and there's yeah i think but also to say yeah masculinity shares its its life it's its struggles you're talking so honestly openly and and being so human and i think there's so much um beautiful strength and life in the masculinity I see in you and I think that that's something that yeah I wish more women got to experience that and see that in men and I know yeah as we both are aware that's not all men in all society in all culture but it does exist so yeah appreciate that thanks for being one of those (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) very much um so I don't know how you feel about public speaking, but if you're not a fan, we'll remove that part of it. But um, if you were to have a large audience before you and leave them with um, a bit of advice, a life lesson, um, what would you share? So I've definitely, you know, done some public speaking <laughs> and a host of, you know, random moments uh, mm-hmm. just as they come. And I don't want to be much of a motivational speaker because I feel like sometimes you kind of just get on a high and it come <laughs> right back down the next day and mm. someone just kind of saying you know go follow your dreams and you know work to your your goals just doesn't you know hold enough water for me so I think I would say um basically make a, a bucket list and write it down mm. um I I don't think that that I really get anywhere without goal setting, mm. and 
something surprised me. I, you know, never thought I'd get into sailing either. That was never a goal of mine. But uh, I, I do have a goal of being able to, to continue making friends <laughs> rather than just, you know, cling on to the friends that I have. And Tyson is a great example of that, you know, captaining for us here. And that is consequently what mm. got me introduced to sailing. So, yeah, I would, I would say I think there's a huge importance in actually writing things down, mm. um, having goals, whether they're values or whether they're things that you want to accomplish or places that you want to go, that it's, it's great to actually have them spelt out mm. and yeah you know take essentially any challenge that comes your way or any opportunity that uh comes along to to break you out of the norm hmm. a little bit and stop watching netflix <laughs> maybe right. that's the big thing all right is too many you know people uh that that i know is is a matter of of, of work and come home and your day is over mm -hmm. and, and and make dinner and watch tv shows and and repeat mm -hmm. and and live for the weekend um, and just use the, the little extra time you can get every afternoon or on the weekends doing something uh, new or fun or uh, different. Um, that's how I started, you know, being uh, handy, I guess. You know, if anything broke on the car or in the bathroom of the house, you'd kind of YouTube it and you'd just say, you know, I wonder how hard this really is or maybe this you know functions pretty simply and maybe that's fixable so i'd start there i love that all right shut netflix off make a bucket list write it down i feel like i remember hearing like that there's like a quote something like that or it's like a, a dream written down or something written down is like a, a goal or a dream written down as a reality or something like that basically when we when we do take that like you're saying and verbalize it put it in front of us and, and write it down like it's like real and we're like, oh, okay, I can see it. I actually want to do it instead of just like this thought we keep having that takes up space and we never really accomplish or we never really focus on or create a plan for. So I love that. I think that's a really sound advice. So if you're listening, shut Netflix off and listen up. Clearly we're not filming a Netflix ad here, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. appreciate that. Um, what is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you define that? I think I was kind of raised in a culture of consideration mm. or being considerate. I think that was instilled mm. in me and my siblings through my parents and that became very important to me as, as time went on. But I feel like there are so many other humans that we interact with constantly and I, yeah, I constantly have a mindset a uh, very culture-driven mindset of, you know, having others in mind or just understanding, you know, what I do and how it affects other people. Mm. So, yeah, that comes from the deepest of, you know, relationships, maybe romantically, but all the way down to, you know, uh, driving, mm. you know, and someone on a crosswalk <laughs> or something, just being aware. So that's my answer there consideration fair enough i appreciate that i think it's yeah i think that's a neat thing to pull out 
and say like, hey, this is something I was raised in and I wish more people knew that. I wish more people valued that. But what is something you love about your culture? I like the acceptingness of my culture, but also the willingness to be disagreeable. Hmm. I feel like that's how you solve challenging problems. Um, I have five other siblings and Mm. it's a very large family and we all grew up in a a church LDS church Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints the name's too long Um, (laughs) but that has you know also been very strongly you know instilled in us as growing up and several of my siblings in just recent years have decided that that's no longer you know a, a great interest for them anymore and you know whereas you know that's a a very tough challenge of my parents I feel like there's you know so much uh acceptance and and love there that it almost makes no difference to me Mm. I feel like I've been able to have a a great relationship with them regardless um and then again I feel like you know it's there's no passiveness still. I feel like if there is any kind of, you know, disagreement among my families uh, or my family or along my friends as well, that uh, anything could be talked about. Um, maybe that goes better for my friends than it does my family. <laughs> um, some Sometimes it, it may have been better for us to have some, some harder conversations. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love being able to understand someone and their outlook but also challenge them on it and you know see why they really believe what they believe and offer you know my insight or just a different opinion and and see how they react but I feel like that's how you really solve Mm. issues or discover um, you know what's uh, what's what's worthwhile I guess yeah that's cool I like that it's like you said it just hasn't made a difference that you're able to respect other people see where they're at still value those individuals and that you're even your family and how you've grown up that there's been an an acceptance and a love that's stayed regardless of direction so that's cool Um, is there anything within your culture that you're not proud of I guess I would say having difficult conversations (laughs) sometimes this is just life some things Mm -hmm. come up and it's uncomfortable to talk about but it's very very necessary Mm. and I have some good friends who they grew up you know having a a one-on-one conversation with their dad or mom uh, every week Mm. and that check in and I feel like they're parents were very uh involved in their lives as far as uh knowing what's going on and being someone that their kids could approach Mm. um i i do feel like in my family it wasn't quite as often Hmm. that uh i had some sort of issue and felt very comfortable you know going to you know my parents for it and i also feel like on their end it was hard to have a a difficult conversation um and 
you know, without feeling like I was in trouble, you know, or that <laughs> I did something wrong. Um, yeah, it was a, a tough conversation to have. And so the easier route is kind of just mm. for the conversation not to really exist. And you, you know, just go along. Uh, maybe it's not severe, but I think after multiple cases of that, yeah, you start kind of missing out on some real growth opportunities. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's something that I I hear often in in different in different cultures too. That sometimes there's a we don't know how to start those conversations, but as much as we know they need to happen. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. Would you say that you know what your purpose is in life? I would say yes. Um, and a lot of this comes from a religious perspective. Mm. That's the the biggest driver of my purpose in life. So, yeah, that that is the biggest reason that I, I live it to the fullest. Like, I just want to have a, a good time while I'm here. I want to enjoy life, but I also want to accomplish very you know, large goals of, of family and career. And yeah, I believe that, you know, uh, after, you know, this life is over that, that all counts for something, Mm. uh, that we're going someplace after and Mm. we'll, you know, look back on this, uh, and regret and appreciate different parts about it. And I want to be able to appreciate as much as I can. I like that. That's neat. Yeah, to say, like, when I look back, I want to appreciate it. Appreciate what I can. Know that I did the best I could and, yeah, lived out who you were supposed to be. So, thanks for sharing that. That's neat. Is there something that you've accomplished that you're really proud of? I think this project where I live now was, yeah, one of the, the... most exciting uh, challenges that I've had come up. I have always really valued a a stable job and I I don't like a whole lot of, you know, surprises in life, but I, you know, after graduating, worked a job that I just, you know, couldn't stay with and and quit with no plan B. Hmm. There was nothing that was next. And then this opportunity arose to uh to renovate this place in salt lake and i was looking to move up that way anyway and it was really ambiguous as far as how to do it um it was someone who you know wanted to they owned a building and wanted part of it remodeled so they could introduce new renters and increase value in the total property and in a unique situation i checked it out and agreed and was able to get paid to do the work but then also be one of the tenants who moved in after Mm. and so that whole project was essentially from scratch it was just a large empty room with no electrical or plumbing Mm. or mechanical and i finished my degree in construction but it's another thing to actually go out and lay out some plans and put what you've learned to the test and go swing a hammer Hmm. like quite literally (laughs) and so yeah i was able to do just that i filled in a whole lot of gaps with youtube Hmm. and was really able to just figure things out i remember in one 
circumstance, I installed an entire HVAC system, having never worked on any heating or cooling systems before. And it still works. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's success then. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool to have like a full blank slate and to say like, hey, I'm going to not just be able to do that, but to go back and to take that leap of faith and say like, this isn't where I want to be, but I'm going to pour into this and jump into this and say like, hey, maybe I don't know how to do this, but I'm not afraid to learn. And I think that's that's really worth being proud of. That's really cool. So yeah, that's neat. And I think so much that we can hear and learn in that to just say like, yeah, it's okay to be proud of the big things we've accomplished and don't be afraid to take those big leaps and just see what you can do. So that's cool. Well, Jake, I really appreciate your time. I know you can't really get anywhere else right now. We are <laughs> kind of stranded on a boat with me. <laughs> so I'm going to go eat cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I so appreciate your, just your openness, your honesty, um, just the chance to get to know you a little bit more to share you with others. But is there anything you want um, those listening to know um, about you that matters to you or that's important to you that you haven't shared? I think, uh, yeah, maybe is kind of a, an overarching theme. I used to be a very, very uh, shy person, not very outgoing. Um, I moved when I was in fifth grade and the whole experience of new school and new faces and leaving all your real friends behind uh, was intimidating. And for several years, it was a, a challenge to, you know, you know, go through a lot of those formative years of, of junior high and whatnot. Um, learning who I was or how I wanted to act or how I wanted to be perceived. Um, I was very lucky to make some very close friends that I had for several years after, and they were a bunch of crazy people. <laughs> um, just super energetic, and they just didn't care if they were goofy um, and high energy. They were just very good people to be with. And so it just started a really positive change of yeah becoming uh you know more willing to to just talk to people that i didn't know or try things that i sucked at at first and essentially that's everything you give a shot at you know mm -hmm. you have uh i think to have a, a understanding of you know i'm i'm gonna be no expert when i you know initially begin but uh you work on improving it so that's essentially what I feel like I was able to do um, with a lot of like personal uh, character traits is just accept like now oh, there are things that I am no good at other people are obviously better but uh, I would love to improve upon and yeah I guess it was on the up and up you know for years after hmm yeah that's cool yeah i mean there's so much and moving at that age or at any age when we're a kid and we're like this is my whole world like everything's changing but to to choose to step into it as you grow older to see like how people have i hate the phrase pulled you out of a shell because i think sometimes there's parts of that that are meant to be with us and we we can be maybe more who we're meant to be and more who we're purposed to be when we don't have like those popular outgoing qualities that maybe are so sought after but to be able to say like I'm okay to fail at something there's aspects of that growth that I think 
are not personality traits they're like character and growth and and to say like yeah how do I want to how do I want to let myself feel forward what am I willing to do what am I willing to take on like it's a really cool thing so I really appreciate you sharing that so uh, is it okay if I ask you one question? Yeah, sure. Go <laughs> and, ahead. And we can just, wrap up on it. No, yeah. I've just put you through a whole lot. So <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> yeah. Great. I, I would love to know, similarly, if you feel like there's anything that you're mm. awful at or oh. if there's anything <laughs> that you know would be difficult and so you mm. haven't even started mm. or anything that uh, I guess you fear starting mm. and would love to become very very good at hmm i love that thanks for that um i'd say there was definitely like a point in my life where i was like some things just seemed not possible or not an option for me like it really didn't matter how hard if i worked on it or not it would it just would be impossible and it's really cool to see that i feel like for me where life is now that i don't really view things that way i kind of view it more as like if you really want it you'll work for it and you'll find a way for it to happen. And sometimes for those of us that aren't seeing this conversation, cause we're audio right now, but I think it's progress isn't always just linear. Sometimes it's up and then over and then up and then back over the other way. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're willing to just kind of like move forward. And so I think there are things that I feel right now excited to press forward and like find out whether it's going to the left or the right because it's probably not just going to go in a straight line. Um, So yeah, I don't know that there's anything I'm like afraid to step into right now, but there are things that I'm excited to grow in, to learn more in. Um, I definitely want to continue to learn more in photography and videography, which I get to learn a lot from everybody here this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Good step into Da Vinci. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're going to tickle into that this year and see where it goes. Um, But yeah, I mean, producing my own short film is something I'm really excited about. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got stuff written out that I want to share and just, yeah, to be able to creatively maybe learn and express more, um, a message that I want to share. So I don't know if that answers that question. Hopefully it does, but, um, yeah, I think that's kind of where I would see on that. So I'd say so. Okay, cool. Well, Jake, thank you for everything for your time and for that question back and just the conversation to just share time with so just an honor to be able to share you with others so thank you so much the same thanks to you this has been fun to chat it over so i appreciate it all right let's go have some of that cake that they made yes (laughs) (laughs) thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review, anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.